Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. Get a little nosy here and uh, find out what the highlight of your weekend was. 207-807-1104. Highlight of your weekend, what was it? 207-807-1104. I know you're thinking hard over there, so I'll start first. Highlight Please do. Highlight for me, uh, I had a good day on Sunday. I went to the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And it looked like you had so much fun on Sunday. Yeah, did you see my uh, little reel I threw up on yes, our Instagram? I was impressed. <laughs> and I snuck in at the end, like I was in the parade. I wasn't, I was just a spectator. Oh, wait, I was like, wait, I don't think I saw that part. Yeah, at the end, I put myself, I was the last shot in the uh, Instagram reel. Check it out at Hot Radio Main. But it was a good time out there. They had the Irish uh, dancers, the bagpipes were going. I didn't realize that Batman, Shredder, the Ghostbusters, and Slugger were all Irish, but they were in the parade. So <laughs> that's cool. I guess everybody's Irish when it's uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade True. in Portland. Um, but that was pretty amazing. And then I went to the Maine Celtics uh, right after the parade, saw them had a pretty impressive win. I got a little nervous. They were up by 20 at one point, and then it, it got a little too close for comfort towards the end. Um, but they, they pulled out the win, and the team that they were playing, I think, had like 15, 16 wins in a row. So, Wowza. yeah, they broke that uh, They broke that streak right there. I think it was like the next to last home game. They might have one more home game on Thursday. So if you're trying to catch the Maine Celtics in action, Thursday is the, uh, is the day for that. And then I went to uh, Binga's in Wyndham because Maura's sister is uh, a waitress out there. Got some wings. Yummy. Got a chicken Caesar wrap. I've been fiending a good- Wait, I love their chicken Caesar wrap. That's what I get when I go there. I've been fiending a good chicken Caesar wrap and I've ordered it from a few places. I'm not going to name them uh, recently and it just hasn't hit. And so obviously you're there and you're thinking, I'm going to do the wings. You got to do the wings because it's- Binga's wings, right? But I gave it a shot. I go, no, I'm I'm feeling a good chicken Caesar wrap. And the last two to three I've had weren't good. Let me try Binga's, and it was great. It's good. It came it came through for me. It That's was exactly the kind of place you should get a chicken Caesar wrap. Is it, a chicken place? It was exactly what I wanted. It was perfect. I, I still got some uh, wings with the Valley Girl sauce on the side. Cute. It's tough for me to pick one, but I think you don't go to the St. Patrick's Day Parade every weekend, so I'm going to count that <laughs> as the one highlight. It was the St. No, Patrick's Day Parade. No, you certainly don't do that every weekend. No, no. You usually do it once a year. Once a year. And I haven't gone in a few years. It doesn't uh, It doesn't hit the same as the uh, Southie Parade that I used to go to when I was uh, living in Boston. But Well, uh, yeah. This, this one was more family friendly, I'll say that much. Less drinking. Less drinking, more throwing candy. Cute. I was like, hey, hey go run out there. Go grab those, those gummy worms trolls for me got her on the ground (laughs) (laughs) it was great is it trolley or trolley you're probably right trolley but i call them trolls is it trolley is it trolley trolley like the trolley gummy worms yeah i've always said trolley but is it trolley is it a troll i don't know Uh, who knows it's candy just eat it what uh what was the highlight i've gave you some time yeah so the reason why you're giving me time is because this weekend i literally felt like i was living a movie where everything i do goes wrong like i'm crying over spilt milk that's how bad my weekend was everything i did didn't have a silver lining it made me be like what like look up at the sky like okay what do you want from me so my highlight is that I had because of that I was so scared I stayed in for most of it and I watched the movie Animal House for the first time and that that could have been my highlight but it wasn't have you ever watched that movie recently not recently but I'm sure it's problematic if you go back a a couple very problematic scenes that I was like I felt disturbed Um, but so can check that classic off my list because that's a thing I've been doing lately is watching all these classic iconic movies and that one uh, does not hold up to the test of time and I've been talking about my new 
fish, my addition to my family, and we were having some problems with the tank. Like we couldn't get the tank perfectly clear. We were trying to cycle the water. It's literally a science experiment trying to get that water cycle right. This weekend, woke up, the tank is crystal clear. So I think we're finally cycled and soon, We'll be adding some more fish. Wow. You got the bug. we wanted to get the tank perfect. Like, we didn't want to throw them in and be like, good luck. You know, we want to have a safe, healthy environment. Well, good luck to the ones that are in there now. We're just not going to add any friends until... Well, the thing is, is like, they the tank did look good and tested good. And then we put them in there. And that's when they started messing things up. Because they're eating, they're pooping, they're messing up the cycle. The the uh, uh, ammonia cycles are spiking and and then you have to put stuff in there. It's crazy. People are going to go over your house and you're going to have this crystal clear tank and you're going to be like, where are the fish? And you're like, nah, the fish just kept, <laughs> the fish just kept messing up the water. So we have the, we just have this crystal clear tank. I have real plants in there too. So the plants are thriving. Uh, I'm feeling good about that. I love my little fish and they're getting bigger. When we got them, they were really teeny tiny and now their tails are starting to like fan out and you can really see their designs and they're cute and gorgeous. All right, that's a good highlight. Marie and Biddeford, what was the highlight of your weekend? Oh, we got to see my old nanny family from Massachusetts. We went to the Funky Bow. Ooh. The Funky Bow. What, what's an old nanny fanny family? Oh, <laughs> so a family that I nannied for for five years before moving up here. Oh, that's Got it. sweet. Got it. Yeah. That's so pretty cool. So my kids got to see them. Everybody was happy. It was good for the soul. Good for the soul. So your kids get along with their kids? Yes. They refer to them as their brother and sister. Oh, I love that. Aww. What did you guys get at uh, Funky Bow? Got some pizza. Had a beer. That's a pretty good highlight. It's what you do there. Had some dogs. Even better. That would have been my highlight. I pet some dogs. Oh my God. I saw, man, I'm going to mess it up. But they're like Irish, like wolf hound dogs. I guess they like round up wolves in Ireland originally, but they did such a good job that there weren't any wolves left. And now they just kind of like hang out. But there were these massive dogs. I put them in our Instagram. You can check it out. But the biggest dogs I've seen, they were kind of wild. What kind of dogs did you see? I don't know. (laughs) Mike in Auburn, what was the highlight of your weekend? Oh, my wife left me alone. I got to play my video game. Oh, really? I got nervous. I thought you were about to be like, my wife left me. No. I was like, oh, no. No, that would not be a highlight. That would not be a highlight. Just a, You don't want her to leave for good just a little bit so no. you can get some gaming time in. Exactly. Yeah. What games do you play? This game called Call of Duty I've been playing since a kid. Oh, I and, know that uh, one. Have you heard of it? It's yeah. called Call of Duty, Tara. Cod? <laughs> yeah, it's Cod. I didn't know how hippie were. <laughs> I mean, that was that one I know because, you know, I was in high school. That's pretty mainstream. Yeah. yeah. I've had a boyfriend yeah, before. <laughs> Danielle up there near Augusta, have you ever been betrayed by a friend? Not me personally, but my mom has. Um, so back in high school when she was a senior, she was dating this sophomore in college, and his love language was giving gifts. And they were pretty expensive gifts. And you know how college is like, you don't really have a lot of money. Right. Um, so she was a little bit curious about that. And one day she went through his phone and found out that he actually had a whole, like, I think she was like 25 year old sugar mama that was the source of all the income. And the only reason she ended up breaking it off because she was going to stay just because the guests uh, <laughs> the ended up breaking it off was because they actually were having like a sexual like romantic relationship between the two so it wasn't just like a, a money sugar mama situation they were actually hooking up yeah and the funny thing is it was my mom's her mom so my grandmother it was one of her friends what 
was one of yeah, your grandmother's so friends? like her aunt. Well, uh, Wait, that's the juicy part here. So your mom's mom, your grandmother, it was one of her friends that was... The sugar mama? The sugar mama? Yeah, it was one of her friends. Basically like a family friend. So she looked up to her like an aunt. And turns out it was her. And my grandmother ended up breaking off being friends with her as well. Wow, there's a lot of betrayal happening that in that story. so mean. Yeah. I've never had anything like personal like that happen to me. But I thought that was pretty crazy. All right, wow. Oh, that's wild. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. A 15-year-old girl was life-flighted to Maine Med Friday after she was struck by a car at the intersection of Island and High Street in Sanford. Upon arrival, officers found her stuck under the vehicle. That's terrible. Uh, hoping for the best possible outcome here, she's listed in critical condition. A 24-year-old man is being accused of firing a gun during a party on the campus of Kobe College Saturday. Scary. Police say the suspect got into an altercation with two other non-Kobe students. Two rounds were fired. They hit the hallway but didn't harm anyone. Apparently, he was getting attacked and in retaliation he fired the shots unfortunately that's something that you have to think about my party days are over house party days but i remember in college that did go through my mind like someone here probably does have a gun i would say that the people in my college uh parties the people at my college parties that caused the most trouble were always non-students too just people from the neighborhood that showed up and went there they hear like a party going on and they just walk on they just walk in and it's not like there's like intense security at any of these college parties and this happened right on the campus so obviously parents who send their kids to Kobe a little bit concerned of how like these non-college students could get in there with guns that is during so a party. scary. Another March Nor'easter is coming to Maine this week. Snow starts tomorrow morning. Its peak is predicted for 9 p.m. with 1 to 2 inch snowfall rates per hour and that tapers off Wednesday afternoon. Uh, 6 to 10 plus inches of snow possible Whoa. total. I'm over it. I thought we were done. I, I don't even care about the snow. I'm having anxiety right now about the parking bans that are going to hit me and I'm going to have to deal yeah. with this. I already had to pay $300 the last time. Yeah, it, you did not have you did not have a good time the Listen, last snowfall. Get out people who get out of work Sometimes I leave here by like five, six or later. Uh, my girlfriend leaves the hospital at 730. By the time we get to our designated area where we're supposed to park our car during parking bans, it is completely full. It's completely full at like noon when they announce the parking ban. I don't know how these people are able to just leave their car there for that. But I think that if they should make a new rule for parking bans. I just came up with this right now on the spot. So bear with me. But they should make a new rule <laughs> with parking bans that you can't can't park into in the spot until 5 p.m. You can't park there until 5 okay, p.m. But that's going to inconvenience everybody else. Yeah, it's not my fault that uh, she's a hospital worker. All right. Come on. Seven <laughs> thirty. She gets out. She's, she's an essential worker. 13 hour shift. She's putting it over there and she's got to get home. I don't have any legs to stand on because I have like radio. Like I, I'm not we're not saving lives over here, per se. I mean, you never know. Yeah, maybe possibly. Something we say could brighten someone's day. I'll take it. But uh, I like her example better when I'm complaining about the parking ban. Like she worked a 13 hour day and then you're going to tow her car because all the parking's full? I know it. I'm telling you, I get anxiety. I saw Nor'easter and I go, no. I thought we were done with this. Also, the birds have been chirping. The birds are going to be confused. They're already back. They already came home. And now this, are they going to leave again? Are we talking about like snowbirds or actual birds? Real birds. I said the birds have been chirping. I know. I thought you were talking about like the old people that come back for spring. No, but I'm, from sure, Florida. I'm sure you've noticed it where you live because every time they come back, there's drama. You're fighting with old people in the laundry room. Well, that's another <laughs> That's another thing that happens when the old people come back. You're like, listen, buddy, you haven't been here for six months. Okay? When, when the old people come back, there's more 
more drama in my building and there's less parking because now their cars are back here and they're parking on the side of the street again. You're suffering. And so now those cars got to find their way into the parking ban. <laughs> oh my God. Gar- I'm so sorry for what you have to go through. Thank you. Uh, Gardner's Lizzie Gruber and Thornton Academy's Will Davies uh, were named Miss and Mr. Maine Basketball, top individual high school basketball awards in the state. Congratulations, Congratulations. to them. Might remember uh, Will was the one that hit that controversial buzzer half-court thing. buzzer beater shot um, that shouldn't have counted, but it counted uh, because the refs don't have replay. And then we got to hear this great sound bite. <laughs> So congratulations <laughs> to Will. I was reading an article on them in the Press Herald, and uh, Will was 5'3 his freshman year of high school, and graduating senior this year gets the uh, Mr. Basketball Award. He's 6'3. He grew a foot in the four years. You know what's crazy is when I was a freshman in high school, I went to the doctors, and they said, yep, you're done growing. <laughs> and I was like 5'2 and a half. And you're the same size now? Is that what? That's so weird to think about. Yeah, he grew a foot from freshman to wow. senior year. Uh, congrats to those two. St. Patrick's Day is Friday, and Portland kicked off the celebration yesterday with their parade. 2,000 plus people lined Commercial Street for the annual event. Uh, I was one of those 2,000 people. A little Irish pride. Had my uh, favorite Irish outfit on, which is a Paul Pierce jersey. And Naturally. <laughs> I, was, I was out there rocking. Uh, they had the uh, Irish step dancers. The bagpipes were going. They had the uh, Gaelic sports. They had uh, these giant dogs that used to like round up the wolves in Ireland. But the wolves are all gone, so now they're just giant dogs. And the lady came over, and she let us pet the dogs. They were very friendly. And I said, hey, does he sleep in the bed with you? And she said, no, but there's some people that do let their big dogs sleep in the bed with them. That would be like having a human in your bed. It's bigger than a human. Like there's the dogs, not enough room. The dogs are bigger than me. Um, but it was a pretty cool uh, event on Commercial Street. And that's five things you need to know. Man, how to Maine by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Mainers since 1974. 207 call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Shouts to Haley, by the way, on Friday for St. Patrick's Day. She's uh, going to be out and about celebrating. Uh, she's going to be broadcasting for Mulligan's noon to 2 p.m. I believe that's in Bitterford. Mm-hmm. Do a little day drinking. Yeah, so get your uh, your day start. Maybe, I don't know if they have corned beef and cabbage, but I got to find corned beef and no, cabbage. No, they have a meal. They do? Mm-hmm. So get your meal at noon down there, a little lunch. Whew, I wish it was a little closer to us. I'm still devastated. I used to get the corned beef and cabbage from uh, the- Eight Corners. Eight Corners store. They would do that every St. Patrick's Day. Then they stopped the last couple of years, and now they're just gone. It's just an empty parking lot. R.I.P. I always had a vision that one day I would buy a lottery ticket from them, and we would both- And we would win. Take our pictures together, me and- uh, the store owner over there and we would celebrate our lottery victory. I guess that's not going to happen now. Yeah, pretty morbid. That's never going to happen. But I can still have corned beef and cabbage from somewhere else. Yes, that that is possible. Sorry, I started daydreaming. I got off track. Anyways, Haley is at Mulligan's uh, noon to 2 p.m. and then she's also going to be broadcasting from um, the Maine Mariners game later in the afternoon as well. So we're going to be out and about on St. Patrick's Day. Pretty cool. I wonder if they'll do a special uniform for St. Patrick's Day. They've been doing a ton of special uniforms over there for the Mariners. I saw it was uh, Saturday they did uh, sea Dogs Night and the uniforms looked like Sea Dogs uniforms, except they, they said Mariners. didn't do something, that would be insane. Yeah, you got to. You have a game insanity. on St. Patrick's Day. They got to put do it all up. You got to wear your green, right? I guess they kind of have a green uniform anyways. They probably just wear the green uniform. <laughs> Hot Radio May. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. 
Oscar recap, the 95th Academy Awards took place on Sunday with everything, everywhere, all at once winning seven of its 11 nominations, including Best Picture. Thank you so much. You saw our weirdness and supported us for a year theatrically. That's incredible. Thank you. To my brilliant and beautiful wife, Ani, if all this shiny stuff and tuxedos goes away, I would just love to do laundry and taxes with you for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, but enjoy while it lasts. It's on my list to watch everything, everywhere, all at once. It does look weird. Maybe this coming weekend I'll get some time to do that. Best actress from that movie, Michelle Yeoh. For all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight, <laughs> this is a beacon of hope and possibilities. This is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. And Jamie Lee Curtis also won for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Best Supporting Actress. I have 45 seconds and I promised Janet Yang I wouldn't do it well because I'm a good girl. I know it looks like I'm standing up here by myself, but I am not. I am hundreds of people. I'm hundreds of people. I am the, where are the Daniels? People who have supported the genre movies that I have made for all these years, the thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. We just won an Oscar together. Jamie Lee Curtis, 64, getting that first Academy Award. Uh, not everybody was excited with that energy, though. Fans of Angela Bassett were kind of upset that she didn't score the award. Uh, she was the front runner in that category, so people were surprised that Jamie Lee got it. And then they put out a little video of her not standing and clapping. But if I thought I was going to win an award, it would take me a few moments to uh, yeah, everyone, realize. Everyone would react the same way that she did. That I got snubbed? It's... I don't know. And I just also don't like when people are, when someone wins an award and people are like, they didn't deserve it. It's like, who are you to say that? Well, people <laughs> said that you didn't need her role in everything, everywhere, all at once, that it wasn't like a defining role for for the movie, well, right? clearly it was. And she just won an Oscar. We'll have to see. I can't speak on it. I haven't seen the movie. It's on my list, though. I am very excited out of all the movies that they had nominated. There's not many of them that I'll ever watch, but this is one I'm definitely going to, uh, definitely going to check out. Best Actor. Brendan Fraser won for The Whale. So this is what the multiverse looks like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I thank the Academy for this honor and for our studio, A24, for making such a bold film. And I'm grateful to Darren Aronofsky for throwing me a creative lifeline and hauling me aboard the good ship, The Whale. It was written by Samuel D. Hunter, who is our lighthouse gentleman. You laid your whale-sized hearts bare so that we could see into your souls like no one else could do. And it is my honor to be named alongside you in this category. You were going to try to watch this, but you didn't want to feel sad for the day. sad. I was literally almost crying watching the... The What's, little clip that I saw, and well, I'm like, it's I can't, I can't. What is it about? It's about this professor who teaches online courses and struggles with being extremely obese. And it's the food was like a coping mechanism, and now it's to the point of no return. Ugh. And 
it's just sad. He has a daughter. The relationship is strained with the daughter. And I don't know, just the way that the world views him is not very nice. Well, like, it's like one of those things where it's like you never know why someone is the way they are type thing. So you just see them in your day to day and yeah. you judge them. But you then might, you get you the might, backstory on how he yeah, became the like way he some is. Some people might see someone like that and be like, oh, it's like, well, you have no idea what they're going through how they got here yeah pretty wild brendan frazier did encino man 31 years ago and uh jimmy kimmel made reference to that he also joked that paulie shore wouldn't be getting an award somebody texted in last hour and said that you got to see the movie encino man i sure do basically a caveman who gets uh, <laughs> wait what he did george of the jungle and a caveman movie well he was a caveman but he like froze and then they thought thought him out in modern times which was probably in the 90s uh and so he like goes to high school and stuff Stuff like that but he's a caveman so he has to learn about all the technology and the world around hey, him this movie sounds awesome jimmy kimmel did address the oscar slap from last year we know this is a special night for you we uh want you to have fun we want you to feel safe and most importantly we want me to feel safe so we have strict policies in place if anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show you will be awarded the oscar for best actor <laughs> and permitted to give a 19 minute long speech. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year, nothing. Rihanna performed Lift Me Up. Looking amazing out there. She sounded better than Jordan Sparks during the during hey. <laughs> during the Big Twelve Championship game. <laughs> we all have off nights, all right. my favorite part when she hits the wave uh with the eh eh she's she's channeling the umbrella that's hard to do okay people I've never experienced it but when i'm trying to sing really well you mess up a couple it's a times. tough song people were comparing it to fergie's performance come on fergie's was way worse than that let's be honest here back to the oscars big shout out to gorham native eric Sadin. uh he was a member of a four-man team that won an oscar in the visual effects category for their work on avatar the way of water Sadin graduated from gorham high in 88 uh sunday's nomination was his third but his first win so congratulations to eric on that Everybody who didn't win, they still got the, the gift bag that you get when you go to the Oscar. The every, everyone wins gift bag, if you will. This year, it was reportedly worth $126,000. And here's some of the items inside this gift bag. You get a free facial rejuvenation procedure, a shaman reading, an Italian getaway on an island, a stay at an estate in Canada, and fertility supplements. That is so annoying. <laughs> for Those all, rich people can all afford it. For all these people that can afford it, they got all this stuff the for only, free. The only time that it's like oh that's that's awesome good for them is like a brand new up and coming actor 
actor. It's like their first big film. They get one of these goodie bags and it's like, yes, that is exactly the kind of person I wanted to go to. Um, Scandal update for everybody. Restaurant reviews are in and Tom, Tom, Schwartz and Sandy not doing so well. Uh, Ariana Sandwich Shop, something about her. Uh, getting positive reviews. Somebody posted a picture of a cockroach with Raquel's face on it and said that they found cockroaches at the restaurant. Tom, Tom. That's just mean. And what else do we have for update on this Vanderpump drama? So Tom Schwartz, the other Tom, uh, who allegedly has been covering for his BFF, Tom Sandoval, was spotted in the airport by paparazzi and they asked him, you know, how did how long have you known? How are you feeling about it? And just weird body language all the way through. He's grinning and saying that he didn't know about it for very long, but when he did, he knew it was wrong and that that the Tom Sandoval is disappointed in himself and just like I don't know. It just made me be like It was off putting vibes. You're a slimy guy. You and him are in cahoots. Uh, and then this news just dropped literally like 10 minutes ago. Drake, 21 Savage, they're hitting the road. It's all a blur tour. TD Garden, July 11th and 12th. Tickets go on sale Friday, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, starting at noon. And you know we're going to have tickets to give away as well. So Drake, 21 Savage, coming to the TD Garden, July 11th and 12th. That was just... My God! announced minutes ago best of luck trying to buy those tickets because we know everything that gets announced at the TD Garden Ticketmaster goes crazy for uh, but at least you got two dates here July 11th and 12th and if you don't win the chance to buy them through Ticketmaster because that's basically what it is nowadays is winning the chance to buy tickets through Ticketmaster it's like sneaker drops you can always listen to us and we'll have tickets to give away as well. I thought the artwork was pretty cool. It was like Drake through the years, like from him as a kid uh, all the way up until now, different hairstyles, all of that. It's all a blur and it was blurred out. So that tour, July 11th and 12th, and that's your Dirty on the 30. It's Hot Radio Maine. I had one other thing too about Justin Bieber. He's he's finally uh, posted some support for his wife Haley amongst the what whole was it? Selena Gomez controversy. He just posted a picture of the two of them like cuddling in their bathing suits and said, love you, baby on Instagram. Oh, there it is. There it is. That's so, it. So you got the you got the sign of support from him. I think everybody involved though thinks it's silly and this is just like fan created drama. If I were Haley, I wouldn't find it silly. I'd be losing my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. But I think that Justin, Haley, and Selena, like they're not actually feuding with one another at no. this point. It's all between their fans. I'm sure they all wish everybody would just stop. Everybody shut up. Wake up. We vibe vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian Delon and Tara Fox. That's one of my guilty pleasure songs right now. Anytime I buy myself something, I say, I can buy myself sushi. <laughs> Whatever it is, you just you just slip it in. You replace flowers with it and it works great. Remix. Um, that's, that's millennial humor. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a millennial, all right? Yeah, I know. It's very fitting. Give me a break here. Uh, I went to Binga's on Sunday and grabbed some wings. And you know how they have that uh, sign up there. Um, that always changes and has funny sayings on it. Yeah. It said, women everywhere have spent the last two days catching their husbands up on Scandival. And I'm like, actually. I literally thought the same thing. Actually, it's been longer than two days. And I know all the details. So I, I could catch know. you up on it if you wanted. I know. I I saw that and I was like, love this. Obsessed with this so much. Um, but everyone is talking about this. Um, so for today, we have Kid Leroy tickets. March 25th, Kid Leroy is at the Cross Insurance Center in Bangor, Blue for you tour excited for that show it's gonna be a great show and to win the tickets what are we asking everybody well and to go hand in hand with the vanderpump rules scandal the scandal we want to know have you ever been betrayed 
by a friend and what happened. Doesn't have to be as serious as, you know, you dating a guy for nine years and then your best friend ends up having an affair with them for months and then it comes out on reality TV. Doesn't have to be that deep. Doesn't have to be that, but I would love it to be that if you would like to share. Show them how it's done. I have been betrayed by a couple of friends in my life, um, but this one is the juiciest. So when I was in high school, I had a BFF and we were dating BFFs, if that makes sense. That seems to be a thing I do. I like to date in a group. Yeah, you gotta and double date twenty four seven. I need to maybe I maybe I should not do that. I'm stuck in it now. I'm dating brothers, um, but so anyways, well, you and I'm, your best I'm, friend, me and my best friend are dating brothers. Brothers, yeah. Anywho, so you're not in a throuple. No, we are not, and we never will be. So anyways, I'm in high school. I have this bestie. She's got her boyfriend, who's best friends with my boyfriend, and we're all hanging out all the time. And I thought we had a really good thing going. And then one day, one of our mutual friends calls me up and is like you should go through your boyfriend's phone. And I was like, what? They're like, just trust me, you should go through your boyfriend's phone. So I do. And I find these messages between him and my BFF saying that they wish they had gotten together instead and that they could just switch. Oh. So that they could be together and then I would go and be with the his The tale as old as time. And we have been dating for a very long time at this point. I want to say at least a year or more. And so I'm like, wait, what? It felt like my whole world stopped. You know, you're like 15, 16 years old. That stuff's important when you're that young. So then I went down to her house because we lived in the same neighborhood and I confronted her about it and she lied. And I said, show me your phone. And she did. And there were no messages there. And I was like, well, I literally already read them. So I grabbed her laptop out of her hand and I read them on the iMessage on the laptop, which also seems to be my thing to catch people in a lie. That iMessage on the Mac will really get you. And um, so then she she cried, she apologized, and we were unfortunately never able to recover from that. And I was an idiot, so I stayed with the guy, of course, for like two more years. And never her, works her and I were never able to get back on the level that, that we were on, unfortunately, and I, I wish we would have. Like, I wish I would have chose her over him, if that makes sense, because both, both decisions probably wouldn't have been the best, but I would have rather had a friend than what I went through with him. Right. But now years and years later, um, her and I have patched things up and we are cool and she's an awesome person and we were young and dumb and stupid and it's not that big of a deal, but it felt like the ultimate betrayal. At the time. Yeah. And I broke her laptop. My accident. It was my accident. I thought you were like smashed. It. No, no, we were fighting over it, and she she had the bottom, and I had the top, and it went, eh, and then it, I was like, ah, and it kind of like loosely fell backwards. And she's like, "You're gonna pay for that." I was like, "No, I'm not," because you tried to steal my man. Bye. Wow. All right. Have you ever? What's the question for the? Have you ever been betrayed <laughs> by a friend, and what happened? Um. So I had trouble with this one because I guess I just have a great friend group, and I can't think of anyone that's betrayed Seriously, me. Seriously, though, you're like a guy. Guys never try to steal your girlfriend or anything like that. And I said, no, no, no one's ever, none of your close friends have ever like stolen money or no clothes or anything no. that you lost their trust over. No. And the girl thing, it's like either there was a girl that multiple friends hooked up with and it was like a high five situation. Hey, hey Eskimo <laughs> brothers or uh, everyone like in my group respected somebody's like, oh, no, he really likes her. There's plenty of fish in the ocean type deal. You know what I mean? Interesting. I think at least that's just my friend group, but I uh, I had to take it all the way back to first grade. My first, what? First grade. My first, like uh, you know, best friend. Uh, we were going on our first field trip together for uh, class, and uh, he sat with somebody else on the bus, and I got really mad at it. And I remember feeling. Are you for 
real. I remember feeling betrayed at that moment, and I and that's when I learned. I think that's called jealousy. It's a cruel world. I think you're experiencing jealousy for the first time. <laughs> you betrayed me. I thought we were. I thought we were going to sit together on the bus, man. What happened? I mean, there is nothing worse the first time you get. Sorry, replaced. it wasn't a massive cheating scandal. No, but I, I understand what you mean because, like, there were a couple days in middle school where I was sick with the flu, and when I came back, I had been replaced at my lunch table, and I was like, "She's got to go." And they were like, well, "We're not going to kick her out," and I'm like, "So you're going to kick me out, and I'm going to have to go sit by myself?" Betrayal, Michelle and OB. You've had a friend betray you. Tell us what happened. Let's just say I found a picture on my ex-husband's cell phone with her St. Patty's Day's nails and some lips open. Oh my God. This is exactly- That's a girl code you just don't do, you know? You probably, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't recognize the lips right away, but you, then you saw the nails and you recognize those nails as your friend's nails. Exactly. Mm. Do you watch Vanderpump Rules? No, I haven't. This is exactly what happened to the cast members. Like, almost exactly, aside from the nails, because her face was in, in the shot. But yeah. this is literally how one of the cast members found out that her boyfriend of nine years cheated on her with her best friend. Is that kitty talk? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just say I uh, said, oh, yeah, he's got some nails on his, you know, a picture of a girl and some nails. And she's, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you were. So this is a, this we're right around the anniversary of this happening because you said St. Patrick's Day's nail, oh. Day nails. Yes, this was uh, probably about six years ago. Six years ago. All right. Saint, what like what are St. Patrick's Day nails like? Just green nails, or do they have like shamrocks on them? Well, they were green and white, yeah, and had like little deep, like little diamonds on it. Like you know, like when you get Valentine's Day nails, you do like pink or red. I don't. That's why I'm asking the question. <laughs> no. Yes, they were green and they were green and white, and had like a little green diamond on them. There's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. If she had a little rainbow nails on them, and then the. I'm oh. sure people do that. Wes in Auburn, have you ever been betrayed by a friend? Uh, yeah, unfortunately someone close to a friend. What? <laughs> yeah, my own daughter. <gasps> what happened? Well, apparently they got a hold of my credit card and they like to go shopping. Oh, so no. I just found out this morning by a call from fraud department that uh, they were shopping on my card. Oh, my God. How old is your daughter? I was quite shocked. She's 12. What did she buy? That's the question. I'm trying to figure everything out now. Oh my God, this is happening in real time. Oh my, are they at school? Yeah. Oh my God, that's gonna be a scary bus ride home. I would be so scared to come home. Well, now you can like text your daughter while they're at school and be like, like what is this? What's going on? Uh, so you know it's coming when you're headed home. But before, when I would do stuff that was messed up, you, you would just get blindsided. You would show up and you'd be like, uh-oh. <laughs> you don't yeah, have exactly. a chance to- Thank God for technology. Yeah, you don't have a chance to prepare your story. Yeah, mentally, we we didn't get warned back in the day. Uh, if you win Kid Leroy tickets, are you going to take your daughter? That doesn't feel like a good reward. <laughs> No, I don't think she'd have to go to this one. Let's that. <laughs> that's, that's her punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? She has to stay at home and follow your uh, social media story or whatever. Exactly. See all the fun you're having. She can watch from the phone. <laughs> <laughs> On the text, somebody said, I had a best friend sleep with my baby mom, and they're still together to this day. That's bad. He only did it for a place to stay because nobody wanted to keep talking to him because he's a leech. Yikes. Leech behavior. All right, Tasha in Auburn, have you ever been betrayed by a friend? I have, unfortunately. I had a friend that was like, I don't know, we were friends since we were kids, sandbox age, right? Mm -hmm. And she had stolen two of my guitars. <gasps> and when I had questioned her on that, I was like, yo, where did my guitars go? <laughs> 
She's like, oh, I have no idea, you know. And then eventually she admitted that she put a hole in one. I was like, what? What? She's like, yeah, I accidentally stepped on it and I put a hole in one. I was like, okay. Well, years later down the road, probably like three years later, I had her ex hit me up on Facebook um, to tell me that they actually pawned my guitar. Oh, no. What, did he have a guilty conscience? Why did three years later he decide to break the news to you? Because it was like our friendship. He wanted to like drive a wedge in it, like to cause an issue. So he did it out of spite. Yeah. Are you guys still friends? Are you over it? What happened? Unfortunately, no. I mean, where it happened so much later down the road, like I got over it. We were young, but um, other things happened. Yeah, that's like a red flag that might might not be a good friendship moving forward. (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. You trying to win the uh, Kid Leroy tickets? (laughs) I definitely am, yes. <laughs> well, good news here. Uh, that betrayal just earned you a pair of tickets to see the Kid Leroy and no Bangor. Way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. March 25th, you're there. Congratulations. Thank you so, so much. I'm, I'm excited. My fiance will be pumped, too. Nice. Next Chance to Win is happening uh, tomorrow morning with Tara and myself, 8 a.m. again. And then this afternoon, be all get a pair of tickets to see Kevin Hart at 5 p.m. So check those out. But congratulations, Tasha. You're going to the uh, show March 25th. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. We talked so much about the winners and the performance from Rihanna and uh, Jimmy Kimmel during the Oscars that we didn't talk about the drama. So I'm going to give you a few few things that drama? or the, you know, the, the less important things that went on during the uh, the award show. Okay. People were upset with Thames. Oh, why? She was uh, nominated because she was a writer on the Rihanna song. Her dress, obstructed view. If you take a look at it, people were commenting like, imagine you work your whole life to try to get nominated for an Oscar and you have to sit behind Thames and you can't see the oh show. Oh my God, wait. I did see this quickly and I did notice that the people behind her were going side to side trying to look. Yeah, I mean, she looks stunning in the dress, but I would have hated to be behind her. Uh, The other drama surrounds Hugh Grant, who's getting slammed for his rude responses during an Oscars interview. The meanest guy on the planet. You think so? Or you think it's just because he's British? In this interview? No. You listened to it, right? I did. I did. Like, I don't know. I almost just swore. He's an a-hole. Yeah. I watched it and was like, geez. Shout out to the uh, person who was doing the interview. Ashley Graham was on the red carpet doing the interview and she kept her composure throughout the whole thing. She did such a good job. I can't even imagine if I were in her shoes, I would have been like, all right, then see ya. Graham asked about his favorite part of the award show. Uh, He had a lengthy pause and then he coldly answered, it's fascinating. The whole humanity's here. It's vanity fear. And then when she asked what he was wearing, he replied, my suit. And then she asked him about a movie that he was in that was nominated for an Oscar, and he was like, barely in it. She's like, what? Well, at least you had fun and you enjoyed yourself filming, right? And he was like, almost. Yeah, he did come off as a jerk. And then uh, shouts for our guy Quest Love. He continued his trend of wearing Crocs to the Oscars. Last year, he wore a gold pair of Crocs. Wait, what? This year. Because his pants were, I think I didn't see in, in the picture that I looked at because his pants were so long and baggy. I didn't notice any Crocs. Yeah, he wore black Crocs. So last year he had gold Crocs. This year he wore uh, black Crocs. Maybe this year you didn't recognize them because they were the same color as the pants. Last year you didn't recognize them because his entire appearance at the awards was overshadowed by the fact that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Year. Literally as he's about to get the uh, the award, that's that's what happened last year. But wow. he said, nobody saw my Crocs last year, so I think I'll just wear them again. Fashion, fashion icon. He took tips from uh, from They're Tara. Comfortable. <laughs> Love the Crocs. 